right. Got that done. Oh, man. Ugh, take my fucking shoes off. <laughs> Might as well get comfortable. Good morning. What's going on, weirdos? It is I, Jabbo, normally from the Jabbo on the T podcast. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing it, but you know what? Fuck it. It's the same way that I started my first show. Should be a good way to start the second one. Welcome to the first official episode of Jabology 101. I guess you could kind of call this the syllabus, but we'll get into all that good shit later. Um, <laughs> first of all, thank you guys. Uh, we've been uh, doing Jabble on the team for over a year. You guys have been listening. Like, I don't even really pay attention to the numbers because, like I said, with me, uh, doing the show and maintaining the show is is a huge thumbs up within itself. But I love doing it, man. I really, really love doing it. Teeb loves doing it. Um, and we're getting more and more serious about about the show and actually starting to plan a couple more things. So we got more interesting shit to talk about than us just insulting each other 24-7. But y'all, y'all been listening for over a year, so I guess that works, too. Um, but I'd always toyed with the idea of, uh, of doing another show. I've, I've mentioned it a couple times in Jabble and the team, um, but I kind of backed away from it cause I, I wanted to kind of keep them separate, but it, it is what it is. But Jabalji 101, I think I joked and said that it was the science of Jabo, the study of me, like the study of TJ. Um, you guys have all got to meet Teeb, uh, and we just have this this really good back and forth chemistry. And, and he's one of the people, uh, kind of in my village, that it's been a it's been a complete fucking pleasure to to do a show with for over a year, man. But like, there's so many more people out there that I think you guys would would dig uh, hearing the conversations that we have and. You've heard me tell some crazy ass off the wall stories, just random shit. And there's so many more stories that right now I, I can't even just pop out of my head and come up with or, or think of. Um, but the thing is talking to some of my friends, some of my family, some of the, the village, uh, as I like to say, um, you, you'll probably hear way more interesting stories, some more funny shit. And, uh, you'll get to see, uh, just how, how cool it is to kind of dig people. Cause that's why I do all this shit. I dig people. I love to talk. Um, you know, from a standpoint that like you go to the movies, you read a book or you do something cause you, you want a good story. You want to be entertained. You want a good story. And the thing is, instead of, you know, I'm not saying that somebody making up something or writing down the, the written word and all that kind of stuff and making up a story and fantastic as shit. Like how much money like star Wars and, x-men movies and the marvel universe all that kind of shit is made you, you show up for shit like that but you, there's people sitting on the bus with you man or, or walking past you in the in the fucking grocery store or you know you that you walk past at work or what the fuck ever and these cats may have some of the most interesting stories fucking known to man and i dig that so you know anytime i get a chance to sit down and, and talk and you get to meet some really cool people and and do some interesting things. So I, I decided to dedicate an entire show to it. <laughs> Go me. Uh, so uh, let's see. Jabology 101. I wasn't going to launch today. I completely was not going to launch today. Um, the platform that the old show was on was on Anchor. And I was, uh, Jabology 101 is going to be run on Anchor. It'll still be available on everything and Spotify and, and, and all that madness. Um, but I was planning on, on recording a bunch of material and then, you know, trying to find a release date and all that kind of shit. And the problem that I ran into is like, we're still in the middle of COVID and getting to people is kind of interesting, but at the very least, I'm like, I can buy myself some time. I still have jab on the team. Buy myself some time. I still got jab on the team until the whole team, you know, we made plans to record and he had a snafu pop up at work. Fuck that guy, by the way. Not not T, but the snafu that popped up. And if he hears this, he'll know exactly who the fuck he is. But um, a snafu popped up at work, so I was like, "Shit!" Last night, I'm like, "Fuck!" Now I gotta I gotta sit down and record something. So uh, 
my old lady was like, hey, do you want me to record with you? I'm like, absolutely. You know, that would be cool, man. Like, I'm crazy and weird enough. Like, who the fuck would not want to hear from the person that I live with firsthand, like, about all the dumb shit that I do, like, to lock this shit down? And we we sat down, <laughs> and we got to a point where we were about to record, and I think she was tired, and I was tired, and we, like, just, I don't know, like, it just we just didn't do it. So she went downstairs and jumped in bed and I was like, you know, maybe I'll be fresh to do it in the morning. And the whole time, man, I was just like, fuck, I'm dreading because I got to post something. I got to post something. I got to post something. And then I was like, why the hell are you dreading this? You talked for 22 years for a living. Fuck, it's not going to kill you to do it for recreation now. So um, I was against the idea of doing the full blown launch, but I guess I, I could have like a precursor show to let you know what to expect with Jibology 101 and um to maybe go into a little bit more about proper rumpus media. Um, I give you guys these things because I'm proud of them. I'm very fucking proud of them. And within the last couple of years, and this kind of bleeds into the whole positivity thing. In the last couple of years, I've learned, you know what, man, if this is your only spin, you're going to spend so much of your life working. You're going to spend so much of your life sleeping. You know, you're going to spend so much of your life doing some shit that you really don't want to fucking do. So why not find um, that nice lane of, of something that you want to do or something that you're passionate about, you know, something that you completely love and drive yourself crazy doing that shit. You know, at the end of at the end of 20 years, when you raise your head, like doing something that you love, you could be like, dude, I went to work every fucking day and did something that I completely love. And now I'm just as opposed to, like, oh, I just gave 20 years of my life to something I completely fucking hate. So I, I give these things to you because it's something that I'm passionate about. Um, and I'll be very, very transparent with you guys on a lot of this shit because, I mean, come on. Uh, but jab on the tee was a really huge thing for me. Like I said, it's not that difficult to, to pick up a fucking microphone and jump on and just start rattling off shit. It really isn't, but to do it and to actually have people listen to it, it's like, you know, putting your baby out there. And if anyone shits on your baby, like you're going to be ready to fight, but like letting go of that and just getting to the point of doing it, like being a worker, putting in the work, doing, doing all the, all the good shit. So like, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with doing it. I love talking, you know, I love sitting down with, with uh, T and just going organic. And the thing about it is I'll tell you right now, we almost never script any of that shit. You could probably fucking tell because we really, really shoot from the hip on a lot of stuff. But what you're hearing is literally just a conversation between me and this dude. That's it. That's just how it works. Um, so I, I enjoyed doing it and I loved it so much. And, and like I said, Jabology 101, this is going to be me having those conversations with other people. Um, some people, and, I, and I've danced around the thought of, you know, doing some people that I, like I tell you right now, because I've already asked a couple of my friends and they're like, dude, no one wants to talk. Yes, people do want to talk to you. People completely do want to talk to you. Like one of my uh, one of my really good friends, a uh, guy I went to college with, is a CPA. You know him as the dude whose dick I touched and used it as a fucking joystick. Like he, he's a legit good dude. He's a real good guy. One of the most interesting people uh, I've ever talked to in my life. He's a huge football fanatic. He's he's a he's a whiz with numbers, and he's he's a fascinating person that that you guys would talk to. I already sat down and talked to Snips. You know, you guys always hear me talk about my best friend and all the the shit that I do with him. You know, stories about me, me shitting in the lake and everything else, and all that kind of crap. Like I sat down and I did a session with him because I think hearing our our demographic and hearing some of those stories, I, I just think it's interesting shit. So, you know. Jabology 101 that's that's pretty much what it's going to be um now with having the second show i also went ahead and decided to start uh proper rumpus media and if you've been to the page it's a good you know framework we're starting we're starting out um but it's an idea that i'd had been playing around for a really really long time I was like, you know, I want to be a part of this huge podcast network or I just I always wanted uh, this group or just like a ragtag group of misfits that were passionate about different artistic things. Like, you know, I got a couple of buddies that are hardcore and hip hop, you know, uh, and the rock there and they're actually musicians, guys that record their own music, make their own beats 
do shit like that. And then I have, you know, friends that are, you know, graffiti artists, you know, they can tag their asses off, you know, they paint really well, they do that thing. You know, I got friends that have written poetry books. And so I wanted to build and create this collective of just really inspiring and inspired people, you know, people that could speak well and just, just meet, there's something so different when you meet somebody that does something creatively and they do that creative thing and it's an output and they constantly output it and they're just, it's like sharing their soul with you, man. And, and that's some really deep shit. So like I always wanted to build this collective of, of people that, that did that. And you know, as time dredged on, like I met a couple of people, you know, started a little crew. I call my little crew team seven, you know, it's a, a collective of you know hip-hop artists and and free thinkers and and a a bunch of bunch of those types and you know we we kept in touch over the years and did a couple different things but the main goal for proper rumpus was to have that collective um so uh my old lady my girlfriend she is a huge part of that and i know that sounds so fucking cliche but no i've to give you and she'll probably be on jibology 101 um, to give you like mine and hers history, she's been fucking with me for like the last 20 years. Like we haven't been together for 20 years, but we've been, we've been friends for 20 years and we've always kept in and around each other. So, you know, she's been a big driving force to push me to do some of this stuff and to be like, you know what, you, you fall on your face, you fall on your face. Fuck it. It's, it's, you keep screaming about how you want stuff on your Wikipedia page. So here you go. Here's more bulls for your Wikipedia page. So, um, you know, she's a part of that. And then, you know, T would be a part of it with, with Javelin the team and the show that we do there. And, you know, a guy that we interviewed uh, on Javelin the team, Prophet, uh, extremely, extremely talented human being. Um, one of those people kind of like when you just sit around them, you're like, fuck, man, like you, you immediately look at the shit in your life that you want to do. And you're like, why the fuck am I not doing it? Like this cat, man holds down a job was putting together an album opened a studio fucked around and opened a barber shop like he has he has his collective uh so he's kind of like a part of that energy too and that's just something that i really really dig so with uh proper rumpus media that's kind of the direction that we're headed in so right now it takes care of javelin the team uh it is definitely going to take care of uh jabology 101 and then the there's the art creative side. And if you've been to the page, you've seen some of the things that, that we do. And I don't really flood it on Jab on the T, but you know what? Fuck it. I have my own shit, so I'm going to flood that here. Oh, man. The proper rumpus studios. Proper rumpus fucking studios. First of all, the name. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually said this shit to well i've said it to a couple people i don't know if i've actually recorded it i record a lot of shit so there's things i don't remember but when coming up with this collective i was like i want a name i want something just i need a name i need to post this bitch on something like every fucking time i see it, it's like boom and then i want a badass logo but first i have to come up with a name then we'll figure out the logo well um <laughs> you guys have heard me and t when, when we went on our fucking gentleman kick and we couldn't stop singing fucking Cumberland Gap like the song was like the greatest thing ever fucking written gentlemen still think it's one of fucking Guy Ritchie's top five but well actually probably top three but we'll we'll go into that shit on another show at another time but uh I love Charlie Hunnam I love Sons of Anarchy and that's when I first you know started digging Charlie Hunnam and I love him enough from Sons of Anarchy that I've followed him to almost every other property that he's gone to I think there's maybe two movies that he's put out since he left Sons that I haven't watched all of. I think one was that horror flick, and I haven't watched all of The Lost City of Z. But one of the things, of course, like Charlie Hunnam and Guy Ritchie, get the fuck out of here. Who's not going to show up for that? So there's a scene in the movie where uh, uh, a character gets killed and a bunch of young teens get the, get the, the whole murder on their phones or the whole act of the murder on their phones. And Charlie Hunnam is chasing some of them down to try to get their phones. And I'm going to completely fuck this whole line up. But he's like, I know what you think. He, he, he corners the guys and he's trying to talk them into to giving him the phone. And there's like four or five of them and there's one of him. And he's yelling at them, talking to them, trying to 
get them to come up off the phone. He's like, and I know what you think, that you're a bunch of raw men, a bunch of proper naughty boys. And I don't know why the fuck I fell in love with the term proper naughty boys. Maybe it's the way he fucking said it. Or maybe it's because I have probably one of the biggest man crushes ever on that dude. But I thought it was so fucking cool. I don't, I don't know why. I think random shit is cool. I, I'm one of those weird ass people that believe there's a such thing as perfect sounds. Um, there's like certain parts of songs. And this is dumb shit that I'll explain. But yeah, like, you know, there's certain parts of songs or certain speeches where there's just parts of them where you're like, wow, that is God. That is like one of the greatest things ever written. Or that's one of the greatest notes ever played. For me, that it took me to that fucking level. So here I am running proper naughty boys. Like I fucking co- recorded the sound bite, made it my damn text message notification, all this crazy shit. Um, so of course I was like, oh, well maybe I can use proper in the name of, of the, the media group or the collective. And then also um, I had already Im- immediately started to put together, oh, well, you know, let's juxtapose the name. Let's juxtapose the name. So if I if I get proper in there, what else am I gonna put? And I always I have always liked the word rumpus. Ever since the first time I remember being a kid and reading uh, where the wild things are, and when when Max screams to the rest of the creatures, let the wild rumpus begin. I love that. And but between that and uh, Step Brothers, when uh, Dale and Brennan become friends. And they're trying to build the bunk beds and they fucking fall apart and everybody gets all fucked up. And, and Mr. Dobat comes in the room and he tells them rumpus time is over. I love the way he said rumpus. So I was like, hey, it works as a juxtaposition, proper rumpus. You know, we're uh, uh, like a crew of misfits, but we misfit the way we're supposed to fucking miss it. Like we we're bad, but we're bad within the confines of being bad. We do this shit to the best of our ability. We're good at it. So. Um, then came the name proper rumpus and then coming down and sketching that fucking logo, trying to put that shit together. And here's the thing. I will tell everybody right now. I have the utmost respect for people that dude, if you draw, if you fucking sing, if you do a podcast, if you make pottery, if you paint, if you do anything fucking creative, and you continuously do that and you put fucking com- con- uh, content out, you're putting out art, you're putting out, you know, books, speeches, everything. You have my utmost fucking respect. You completely have my utmost fucking respect. And I never in my lifetime ever thought about how fucking asshole it is sometimes. Like, oh, that dude fucking sucks. You know, her, her poetry sucks. His, his book sucks. His art's fucking stupid yeah you can completely believe that and that's fine but it takes a lot man like it completely takes a lot to stand up and do that so if you have a podcast or you wrote a book hats fucking off to you hats off to you because with covid man almost everybody had a chance to do that shit and like i've said it before i said it again if you did not become at least more proficient at something during covid during the the bulk of of covid when you couldn't do shit then there is completely something wrong with you but Anyways, uh, I hadn't sat down and tried to do logo work since like fucking high school. And I'm old, man. Like I'm me old. I'm 40 fucking one. I'll be 42 this year. So I'm sitting there doing some shit that I haven't done in forever. But I, I felt that passion and that need to want to put together proper rumpus. And I mean, you can ask my old lady, like I'd be in bed just sitting there sketching. And the logo, do I think it's the greatest logo ever put together? Fuck no. Do I love it? Absolutely. Getting that bitch tattooed on my arm and the whole nine. So, um, finally sketched and put together everything for, uh, the proper rumpus logo. And I wanted it to be something that I was proud of. And because this is my, you know, it's, it's not Seth Rogen and his, his whole weed empire, but this is right now, this is my life's work. So I really wanted everything to be badass. So, and I think that's part of where the, uh, and I'll, I'll blend this in. I'll, I'll digress for a second. I think this is a lot of where the fucking positivity came in. I think this is pretty much where a lot of the positivity came in. And like I said, for for 20 years, 22 years, I was an air traffic controller. And, you know, going to school for that, you know, doing that job, it being an ever-changing scenario every single second of every single day. Some days you won't talk to anybody. Some days you're talking to people every four seconds. Having that type of job for 20-some-odd years, man, like, 
it, it, it was crazy and it was cool. You know, there are days that are harder than others or whatever else, but I'll tell you right now, I've never had to work harder in my life than it is to do what I'm doing now. And the, the reason why I say that is because I've found, um, a hardcore passion for art and I found a hardcore passion for recording and it's all that I want to fucking do. And the thing about it is you have got to stay good, solid, positive and headstrong. If you're going to throw yourself fully into something because you are going to have days that you don't want to do shit. You're going to have days when you can't think of shit. You're going to have days when you just can't be creative to save your life. Then you have days that you need to get the fuck out of the shop, go get on a bike, take a walk, go look at some fucking birds or something, smoke a J. There, there's throwing all of yourself into something that means so much to you. I keep telling people on Twitter, find your why, find your why, find your why, all that kind of bullshit. And I mean, it's not bullshit. It's completely true because it's so much easier to, to go through suffer and to sacrifice if what you're trying to work for, if what you're doing it for is big enough to you, there's nothing that will stop you from getting there. I tell people this shit all the time. I was like, you got to want it bad enough. Oh, well, I want to do, you don't want it bad enough. Yeah, I do, man. You don't know. No, you completely don't want it bad enough. Do you know? I know why I give people the same analogy. Tell them all the time. Dude, give me a six foot wall. Put $2 million on the other side of that six foot wall. And just tell people, hey, you get to that $2 million, it's yours. I'm not going to tell you how. I'm not going to tell you anything. But there's $2 million on the other side of this fucking wall. If you can get to it, do whatever. The f- Dude, you are going to. You're going to do everything in your power to get there. You're going to have that drive and you're going to have that push. But throwing yourself 100% into something that you're that big about, like, it it takes a lot of fucking discipline. Because even on days that you don't want to do the shit, you still need to get up and go. You still need to get up and move, you know. Um, So when it came to the show, and like I said, you guys will hear, I've already recorded some material with Snips. He's my best friend. He and I are, com- we're, we're completely opposite. We're completely fucking opposite. But, you know, uh, he's a really good dude, man. He's like, he's like a little brother to me. And like I said, I recorded some material from him and you guys will hear it. But, uh, you know, he was integral in, in some of this with, with, keeping, with keeping me together. Like, he's just like, no, nah, man, you, you need to be organized. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And staying at that pace to try to make sure there's new content always being posted, that we have new people on the show, that we're doing different things to, to get you know more listeners and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's like a, it's a task. Throwing an organizer at somebody that literally has never used one a day in their life is a fucking, that's some earth shattering shit. It's some completely earth shattering shit. But like I said, um, the positivity came, came with throwing myself into all this because it's like, you know, I'm up, I'm spending so many hours out of the day in a chair, pouring resin or painting figures or learning how to do an airbrush or sketching or something. Like, I can't just be there in that office, nose to the grindstone. You can't do that shit 24-7. It's not good for you. It's not good for the people around you. And it's not good for, it's actually ultimately not good for whatever you're trying to do. Like, you need to step away from it. So, you know, the positivity comes with that because there's days that on this journey that I, that I've been hitting you guys with that you guys have been reading on Twitter where I'm like the most oh the most positive person in the world fuck no I am not <laughs> I am not I am just as fucking human as the rest of you like seriously there's no, if you want to know what's special about there's nothing special about me nothing nothing at all I just I'm me and I'm comfortable with being me and I, I like myself, dude. It took me a while to get there, but I, I fucking like myself. But the the thing about it is that anybody like you look at a lot of a lot of people resonate with this one that, that listen to the show, the Kevin Smiths and the Jason Muses of the world. You know, even if you're looking at the Idris Elba's and the, the Dave Chappelle's and the Joe Rogan's, the things that you don't see is all the work that goes into what they do you know everybody just sees the oh man Affleck and Damon sat down and boom right out the gate wrote a movie together that Robin Williams was in they acted in they won an Academy Award for there's a fucking story behind that man there's work behind that there's sacrifice behind that 
there's, you know, there's a whole thing behind that. And I tell you that, um, when you put all of yourself into something that you're so passionate about, the discouragement of that and hearing that, you know, you'll have your feelings. Am I crazy? Is this insane? Dude, I'm 41 years old and I do now two podcasts and I make resin art and I could, and I'm happier than I've ever been. It's not because I'm not, you know, having to do the rat race, the grind every day is because doing something that you truly enjoy. But even through the span of this with the show and everything else, you're, you get discouraged. You're like, Oh, you know, everybody has a fucking podcast. What's going to make mine so good. Or well, everybody paints or everybody draws, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm never going to become a Van Gogh or I'm never going to become a Jim Lee or, you know, I'm, I'm never going to become a, a Joe Rogan or I'm never going to become a Chris Rock. And that may be completely true. Everybody does not have, you know, there's certain people in this world that have that ability to, to, to transcend and just do bigger and better things and, and really, really shine in those areas that they're good at. But I tell you, everybody has something. Every fucking person in this world has something. Everybody's got something. You find that something, it's something you enjoy, you fucking run with it. And you know what? I'm a firm believer in making your own fucking destiny. You don't have to fucking try to be a Chris Rock or a Joe Rogan or whatever else, man. You you try to be you. And there's going to be a lot of, this is where the positivity comes. I keep saying it, but I've never, I haven't tied it in yet. But that's where a lot of the negativity comes from because you are going to have your days where you're like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Like, who who listens to Jabble and the Teeb? You know, who 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 actually cares about this show? Who really gives a fuck about, you know, my bugging boots and, and my resin art? And it's those moments that, you know, you get up, you get out the shop and you push that positivity. It's so, and I've, I've said it before, man, it's so easy to be shitty to people. What the fuck is wrong with building people up? It's a great thing to do. It's an amazing thing to do. And it is, it is ran, it is ran me ragged <laughs> trying to make sure I, I can say something positive to everybody every day. Cause you know, even on days I'm like, man, fuck this. I, I feel like I have this greater sense to you guys to be like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, here we are. It's fucking Wednesday morning. We're, we're still going through it. I mean, fuck, I don't have to get up and get in a car and drive to a grind every day, but you know, fuck it, dude, we're, we're, we're in this shit together. You push me, I push you. We can all make it over the fence. I, I'm a firm believer in that, man. Like, because everybody wants to put so much stock in the, the negative things. And we always say something fucked up about human nature. Oh, well, it's human nature. Oh, these people stole from it. Oh, it's human nature. Oh, it's human nature. But it's not also, it's it, like, is it really human nature to just be shitty to each other all the time? No, it's not. So, uh, finding those pockets of positivity, um, I had to, to be able to get the, the, the push and desire and drive to do proper rumpus and to try to get better with Jabble and the team and to now launch uh Jabology one-on-one. There's a huge process with that. And I keep throwing them in there, man, but, but mid midnight smoke and reluctant butter, you guys, their, their corner, um, did a lot with that. Like I'd noticed people in my feed, like just being extremely positive and upbeat and there are days and I, maybe I should probably talk about those days more. I think a couple times I've jumped on Twitter and I've said something about it, but there's days that as crazy as it sounds like just some random fucking tweet from somebody that you follow or somebody saying something to you or, you know, waking up next to that person and being like, you know what? You got it. You got today. Go kick ass. It's there's something about just having that support or seeing that, you know, somebody gives a fuck. And sometimes you have no idea how, how good that can be. You know, if you wake up and you go through this whole process of putting together this really nice outfit before you go to work and you, and you know, you look good. And the second you get there, somebody decides to tell you, you look like shit. You're like, the fuck? Like, you know, this motherfucker's laughing at this outfit. I spent two hours trying to put together like, and then you automatically either feel shitty the rest of the day or you're pissed off because somebody just popped off shit to you. But somebody tells you, hey, you know, hey, dude, this shit's kind of fly. You look all right. You're you're that's a good positive thing. And you'd be surprised the the smallest thumbs up, the smallest comments, stuff like that will, will get you through some some pretty interesting times. Um, you guys have seen pictures of my shit elliptical. I love it. It was free. Well, not really, but yeah, it was really, really, really cheap. It was damn near free. And uh, my struggle was getting up and getting in some physical activity. I had dedicated myself so hardcore to the art side of proper rumpus studios that, you know, and I'm up and making pressure pots and 
pouring resin and you know cleaning the workspace and working with a dremel and everything in the room is covered in plastic like it's 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 a crazy gravity to keep up but i was just sitting there day after day after day and like i'm a type 2 diabetic i can't do this shit i got like a blood pressure issues the whole fucking night so me getting up and putting in physical activity was something that was definitely fucking needed. I needed to get up. I needed to be, I used to walk, weather got really shitty. I mean, that's an old man thing to do, but getting up, you know, walking, tossing a podcast in the air, walk about three or four miles. It used to be my thing. Um, but I still needed some physical activity. I hated getting up and doing PT in the army. I fucking hated it. It was the dumbest shit ever. It's like, okay, let's go do jumping jacks for fucking three hours run, talk shit, go home and take a shower. Like it was so just redundantly stupid, but I had to get up and start doing something in the morning. So crawling to that elliptical sucks for the first couple of days. It sucks. The first day you're like, okay, this really blows. I don't want to do it, but then you do it and you feel good about doing it. Day two, you go in hard as fuck. You're like, fuck this day one ain't shit. You know, I murdered it. Watch me nigga murdered it. And then day three is the day that you fuck up. <laughs> it's either day three or day four where you're like, eh, well, I did it two days in a row. Maybe I don't need to do it a third. I can pick it up in a couple of days. And that is part that, that, that was part of my problem. And just like everything. I, I've, you know, you need that positivity. You need that push. I had to build a fucking work, work ethic. I'm talking about having a media group that I started myself, that I'm the first three entries into my own media group, you know? So the work ethic that I was going to have to develop was going to be crazy because I've, I really don't have one. I I'll be as honest with you as humanly possible. I like my work ethic has changed so much in the last probably what couple months, but I, I, for 40 years, I haven't had one. So, um, getting that push, that reassurance that, come on, man, you can get up, you can do this to get my ass. That's why I kept saying, get to your garage, get to your garage. Getting to my garage was, was breaking through a lot of fucking barriers for me. Cause it's not something I, I normally did it for some reason, but the, the goal in mind here was to change the work ethic, to get on point, to enhance my positivity, to get my mental, my mental on point, my physical on point, my spiritual on point, so I could continue to exhaust all of the into into this project that I love. So that's where that that came from. And you would be surprised the amount of the amount of umph or the amount of push that you can get from, you know, just a couple of words. So if somebody out there can tell me, hey, you know what, man? I don't know who needs to hear this, but you fucking got this. Own this shit. Get the fuck up. That grindstone looks fucking bored. Get the fuck up. Are your hands bleeding yet? Why the fuck not? Let's go. If there's somebody, you know, sometimes having that get the fuck up and do it and get it done, you can cry about that shit later. Sometimes that that push, that that work ethic, that move forward is so great that it it ignites this fucking fire. And it ignited one in me. And I'm like, dude, if that shit right there made me want to push harder so I could dump all of my passion into something that I love, then why the fuck am I not doing this for other people? I like helping people is the shit. Whether I mean, whether you do it for self gratification, which is what I mean, whatever. I mean, I can't uh, I tried not to fucking give people a lot of shit for what they do, but I'll call out. I call it. But helping people is so fucking cool, man. Like every, like it's just being different. Everybody shits on everyone else. Help somebody do something cool. Do something nice. People love that stuff. Um, and I don't know, uh, everything in the universe, but I, I look at how everything is connected. So, you know, getting up and getting those extra pushes and everything from, from midnight smoke and, and reluctant butter and, and raspberry and all of them, um, you know, retweeting positivity because they retweet it. They retweet it too. And there's some, a couple other guys on there, you know, all of y'all that retweet positivity, you retweet mine, you, you throw your own in there. That shit works because that is what got me to the elliptical to get me healthier, to get me up here into the studio, to allow me to crank out the same output. And I have got to say this. I didn't know if I was really going to throw this in here, but, um, Shout out to to little Harry Harry uh, Hazlett I believe his name is I, if I'm Hazlett if I got that wrong somebody correct me but you know his story came across my feed and you know he's a six year old kid and he's he's battling some bouts of, of cancer and 
you know, being a parent and everything else, how, how hard is it to be able to, holy shit, you know, watch your kid go through something like this. And this kid's six years old and his story fucking touched me like really big. So, you know, I was able to, to connect with him and his mom and, and, and try to offer, you know, some support at her calling and everything else. And that's just really cool, man. I love doing shit like that. That's really cool to do. And, you know, now I find myself jumping around online looking for more shit that, that I can do to, to help somebody. If I can send a bug to somebody to make their make their day better or whatever else, man, that, that's really cool. I can get behind that. But just it, it's all connected, man. The, that positivity, that moving forward. And the thing is, negativity works the same way. It works the exact same way because, you know, if somebody shits on you, you're immediately going to be pissed and you're going to want to shit on somebody else and they're going to want to shit on somebody like why not do that with the good kick? Why not? Just why not be awesome? Just be awesome across the fucking board, man. Like and even if you're not even if you don't do the whole heal the world, shake your shit, you know, there's nothing wrong with not being evil. You you the world is in a state. And I don't think it's changed, but I think the world is in a state right now because of modern technology and everything else that a lot of this shit feels like it's a divide and conquer. A lot of it feels like a divide and conquer. You give one big group of people one thing to fight over, then they become two groups. You give those two groups two things to fight over, they become four groups. You give those four groups something to fight over, then they become fucking eight groups, 16 groups, whatever. And then all you do is fence them in and you have a bunch of people that don't communicate with each other, that aren't able to tap into each other, that are disagreeing with each other over everything in the fucking universe just because somebody keeps throwing something in front of you and forcing you to take a stand on it. And then it's easier to put all these people in a box just because it's contained. You can contain all, all of that stuff and then you control the masses. It is so much better to learn to positively think for yourself, to put some of that positivity into in, into action, into nature, because I don't give a fuck who you are. We are all stuck here together. There's no, as far as I know, there's no magical fucking ship. There's no special slide you can get on that's going to take you to this upper echelon of awesomeness where you're not going to have to exist with the rest of the people that you've been walking around with your entire fucking life. We are all here together, man. It's not, it doesn't even need to be a, let's make the best of a bad situation. Everything that you fucking do, everything that you fucking do is being watched by someone is being noticed by someone like all that kind of stuff. So it sounds so stupidly cliche, but like do the right thing, man. Like love people. If there's people you can't love, still love them as people, but don't fuck with them. Like seriously, I like I, I don't understand sometimes uh, the world that we live in that it's so much easier and so much better to ignore somebody or tell somebody to fuck off than it is to tell them something good. It takes the same amount of time. Like really, people like free stuff. The, I, do it behind giving. Do it behind free stuff. Be nice to people just because maybe you hope that something awesome will happen. I mean, it's selfish, but fuck it. I'm, I mean, it's just so much better to to do things differently, to be a good person, be a part of the change. Because like I said, we're all we're all running around in this world together and whatever we fuck up, our kids are going to have to deal with. <laughs> and that is horrible. That is completely horrible. People don't look at it that way because it's so long term. And we're, I believe we're a microwave society. We like to toss it in the microwave, and if, if it's fresh and hot and 30, we're good. Dude, this shit is a fucking marathon, not a race. It's a straight marathon. So some of the wise or unwise decisions you're making right now are going to affect the people you love, and they're going to affect your kids and everything else. So that's why I tell you, try try to be better. Some of the language that I, that I use on here is going to fall back on my family. Some of the language that I use on here is going to fall back on me. I drop in bombs like they're going out of style. This is... This is all behavior that I know that is being monitored and that I'm going to have to push forward and answer for and everything else. And that's where maybe cleaning up some of my stuff comes from. But at the same time, man, like I said, all this shit is connected from the positivity to trying to be a better person, to working harder and doing things better, to to try to improve yourself by one percent every single day. And you have no idea who the fuck is watching you. That that guy that doesn't think he's shit that's sitting next to you at work could see you, you know, pepping up, doing your thing and, and be on that grind. That could be a life, a life changer for him. That could be a game changer for him. You could mentor 
you could mentor so many people without even know that you're fucking doing it. That's exactly how crazy people watch each other all the fucking time. People watching is a sport. Like you could sit your ass down on a bench right now, have 19 people walk past you and have something to say about each and every fucking one of them. They slip and fall. Your ass is going to laugh. They fucking steal something and nobody else sees it. Somebody sees your ass. You know, that's how it goes. Imagine people watching and you just see people do incredible shit and you can't do anything but want to do incredible shit too. That's, I mean, it's infectious. That's just how it is. So like I said, with the, the struggle of throwing yourself a hundred percent into something that you were so passionate about the positivity and, and the love that it takes to continue to do it every day and to push forward on days that you don't want to. You know, motivating people, being nice to other people, you know, achieving your goals and, and knocking shit out the park. And like I said, it's funny as hell that I really this was really not supposed to be the first time this happened. It was supposed to be a much smoother opening. It wasn't supposed to come at the tail end of anything like I was going to have a nice, structured, settled day. But like, oh, on this date, you can tune into here and you can hear your first episode of Jabology 101. But that completely didn't happen. But I got my ass up here. I sat the fuck down, worked out a couple of kinks, and you are now actually hearing the very first episode of Jabology 101. <laughs> you know, I, I've told you everything in the world uh, to expect. Like I said, I guess this would be more of a, of a verbal syllabus of what you're going to expect, what you're going to get. Um, I think we went into, no, I can go more into proper rumpus. So uh, with proper rumpus. You you heard what it is. You heard how it started. You heard about the the whole the whole push of it. Now, what all do we do other than the podcasts? There's an S on there. Officially, as of this morning, there's a fucking S on there. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, resin art. Oh, okay. I think I may have gone into bits and pieces about this before, but I'll, I'll go into it more so now. Like I said, I, I can I suck at drawing. There's not a lot of shit artistically that I can really do that well. But um, I was an action figure freak, a huge action figure freak. I have tons of them. They're all over the house. Like, I'm like, I'm your quintessential black dork geek all day long. Like you look at my bookshelf. There's tons of art books and comic books and there's toys everywhere and Funko Pops everywhere and like memorabilia. I'm that guy. So uh, collecting toys and everything over the years, I'd always had my, oh, well, it would be cool if they made this action figure and then they'd make one and it fucking sucked. And then I wanted to make my own. So it started with me actually taking apart G.I. Joe's <laughs> ever since I got my my uh, Phillips number zero screwdriver. And it was the only screwdriver I found at the time back in the day that I could stick in the back of a, of a G.I. Joe figure and take it apart and I could start interchanging body parts. That was an amazing fucking thing to me. Um, fast forward to Marvel Legends, I geeked out there and there was characters that I wanted to make and I've always had a, a lot of different ideas running around in my head as far as uh, comic books and graphic novels. I swear that I'm ADHD or ADD, whatever the fuck. Like, I, I completely believe that I am. But for, I can actually say decades, I always had these these stories in my head and these characters so then I wanted to make figures of them. So I started taking apart Marvel Legends figures, and that that was kind of cool. You know, I had my moments with it, and uh, I did a lot of research, looked at a lot of stuff online, looked at a lot of videos about guys actually making their own straight-up action figures and parts and pieces. And There's other kit-bashing stuff that I've done, if you don't know what kit-bashing is. Kit-bashing is more or less when you take a bunch of old figures and a bunch of old parts, and you manipulate them and, and mold them together in different ways, and you make something new you had to or, and take away from. So I was in this world of kit bashing and in the scheme of things, I, I ran into um, being able to duplicate certain body parts by making silicon molds. Well, I'd read about all this, but I had never tried it. <laughs> um, and that's where, where the old lady comes along who, who just actually came up here and she's, she's laying down now. If she wants to say anything, she can. You want to say hi there? <laughs> She's shaking her head now. Um, so, and and when I tell you guys, like when I told you the old lady was a was a huge driving force of all this, I always say like 
she's the steak, I'm the sizzle, back and forth, and I realize how how really fucking cheesy it is. But you know, my girlfriend's in the show with me, and this is what we do. But um, I've always been the okay. Well, I want to buy this and and start doing this and start you know making silicone molds, but I'm gonna wait. I have to check out every product, see what the best stuff is, and I have to check the reviews, and I have to do this, and I have to do that. And she was like, really, motherfucker, you got the money, just order it. Try trial and error. And I'm like, but I can't do trial and error. And she's like, okay, well, I'll be over here doing trial and error while you're trying to figure out your fucking life. So she was just like, really? This is what you wanted to do. You love toys. You've wanted to make toys forever. You here's all the equipment to do it. Why the fuck aren't you just just doing it? And for me, it was so reminiscent of, like I said, one of the biggest things that I read in um, in Kevin Smith's book, uh, Tough Shit, is when he told his sister, you know, one day I want to be a movie director, and she's like, "You're a director right now. You just haven't put out a movie yet." I told you that resonated with me so hard. So this was my own version of really. You you want to be a toy maker? You, you're a toy maker. Here's all the shit. Just start making toys. So. We started uh, silicone molding and pouring pieces to make my own action figures. Like, you know, I, I tried to go hard, y'all. I'm talking like 16, 18 points of articulation, all this shit. Failed miserably. <laughs> Failed so fucking bad. Like, if you ever want to see a picture of all the misshapen resin heads that I have around this house, it's, it's fucking insane. But the cool thing about it is fucking up with that is what stumbled me onto my very first design of uh, you've seen it if you've looked at the proper rumpus page and I've thrown some stuff in front of you and some of you have ordered some but the the bug and boots design. Um, actually, I was attempting to pour an, another design for a toy and it fucked up and a part of it became squished and I was like fuck this is ruined i got this out in a third and i think i got bored one day and just started chiseling away with it chiseling away at it with uh with a dremel and i just had this idea and i put this idea together and you know i asked my girlfriend babe what do you think of this and she's like it's, that's pretty cool and i was like you know you know funko pop has their their one canvas and you can do everything in the world is it to customize and like i live i live on fucking instagram there's a couple of guys like I follow artists on Instagram like you wouldn't believe. There's a lot of guys who do a lot of really good uh, action figure custom work. Uh, a lot of guys who do kid robot custom work. And these are all vinyl toys like the designer vinyl toys. Just to, if you don't know about the world of these, just imagine like taking a Funko Pop, but like another company, a different shape. And people do amazing things with these. And um, that's what I was kind of shooting for. Just a, a basic canvas to be able to create. So because of me fucking up in another area of trying to do the toy thing, I made it to this one. And next thing you know, it just kind of started becoming second nature. Um, spent nights in the studio, you know, trying to find the latest and greatest and all the different techniques. And when I tell you, uh, the whole part of throwing yourself hundred percent into something that you love, the positivity keeping you going, that's a part of it too, because I could tell you right now, there's nights of me laying on the floor up here, just wanting to put my fist through a fucking wall because the resin that I use didn't cure right, or that I have too many air bubbles in something that I've poured or that I can't paint for shit. Like, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't feel like doing this anymore. I don't give a shit how much money I've dumped into this. Like looking in my closet, there's like thousands of dollars worth of fucking supplies to do this. I'm fuck it. Burn it all to the ground. But it takes that. Come back to it. It takes that, you know what, stop, go outside, catch smoke, take a run, go for a drive, breathe, continue to believe and invest in yourself. I said that shit on Twitter this morning, invest in you. And that is what that positivity in those moments do. It's you investing in you. And it took a lot. Like I said, the, the journey here, like people could tell me your art fucking sucks. Your podcast fucking sucks. Back in the day, I might have been like, oh, well, that fucking blows. Now I'm like, you know what? I really don't give a motherfuck. Why? Because it's an accomplishment. It's a dream of mine all on its own. There's people still sitting behind desks for fucking 12 years that have no idea what it's like to open that bar they've wanted to open or to start that fucking business they've wanted to start or whatever else. Like, I currently get to wake up and live my dream every fucking day. But the thing that they don't tell you about living that dream is there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into that shit. So, you know... I have wasted money 
<laughs> I have wasted significant amounts of money on, well, here, I bought the wrong resin or I bought the wrong fucking lights or I bought this. And, you know, by the grace of God, you know, there's certain things that I had to be able to, to be able to, to supplement and, and do that. But there's a lot of failures that you don't see. There's a lot of missteps that you didn't see. There's a lot of quitting that I wanted to do, but always having that, you know, that extra voice, you know, those quotes or, you know, you always want somebody to do something or say something really gimmicky to help you get up. And sometimes you need that shit, but there's something about having somebody stick their fucking hand down there, take yours, pick you the fuck up like, dude, you can do this shit. Let's ride. Let's fucking ride to the wheels fall off. There, there's something about that and something that keeps you going and it builds that respect and, and that positivity. And that's what has me here. Because of shit like that, I'm talking to you right now. Because of shit like that, you know, proper rumpus started. Because of shit like that, I'm not still having the same damn issues that I'm having with porn resident everything. Maybe here and there. But um, the improvement came because of the work, man. And the work was able to get done because of the positivity, because of the drive and, and, and people supporting me and, and picking me up at times that I wanted to fall flat on my face. Um, the fact that I look at just small things. And another thing I'll tell you is this, too, with the with the proper rumpus in the toy making. And, and I'm going to cut this off because I'm, I'm running close to the fucking hour. And I know you all are probably tired of the shit. But uh, quick plug. Yes. Proper rumpus media is real. It's a thousand percent real. It is going to be the sponsor that carries both Jab on the Teeb is going to carry Jabology 101, this show. And uh, the art is still going to come out, and there's more things that we are putting together under this umbrella that you guys are going to see. But I'll tell you, with the studio, with the art side of it, you've seen the bugging boots. That is just the fucking tip of the iceberg. If you want to see more shit that uh, we're doing over here at Proper Rumpa Studios, if you want to see more of the artwork, more of the stuff that goes into it, we do have a TikTok. We have an Instagram. Uh, the bugging boots. I still post pictures of those every once in a while. Matter of fact, I'm proud of some shit that I've done lately. You're probably gonna get flooded with a couple of a couple of pictures this morning on uh, on my Twitter. But uh, still coming. I've got two or three more things that I'm working on that I want you guys to see. And at the same time, um, still following some of the masters. There's a lot of guys that I want to give uh, shout outs to uh, in the toy art world. Uh, people that have, that have talked to me and taken the time to to do the extra tidbits here and there and give you tips and tricks and sit down and talk to you about, you know, why they love what they do so much. And I, I, I can't remember all their fucking names by any stretch of the imagination. But if I have followed you on Instagram and you are a designer toy artist, this completely goes out to you. Um, seeing some of the work that you guys come up with is incredible. And thank you for continuously challenging me. Um Odd Pods Media, you motherfuckers. Like, I'm not going to be the guy that lies to you. Do I listen to all your shows? Fuck no. Do I listen to most of them? Fuck no. Do I listen to some of them? Absolutely. There's not enough hours in the day for me to be able to sit down and listen to podcasts while I do stuff because I'm, I'm moving and doing things so much. But um, the shows that you guys do, you know, and the guys that you guys have on your shows, the fact that you have your own network and, you know, the 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 quality shows that you guys put out, it pushes me and motivates me to keep trying to get to that mark, to do better shows, to do more consistent shows, to be there, to show up, to have accountability. So all the guys that are associated with those shows that I listen to, uh, you know, Rico's Rants and... And um, because fuck you, that's why all you guys thank you for constantly putting out good shit that that I listen to and that makes me go, you know what? Fuck this. I They're, they're knocking it out. I can fucking knock it out too. you guys drive me to put out better shows and to put out better content. And I thank you guys for that. You know, I thank the artists. I've, I've thanked uh, the other podcast guys. Thank the guys that follow me on fucking Twitter, man. Like bots, not bots. You guys put up with a lot of shit. Y'all, y'all get to deal with my emotional fucking tweets. Y'all could deal with my, like, oh, look at all my art toy tweets. Y'all deal with a lot of shit that I know you may not feel like looking at 24-7, but you stay, and and I'm appreciative of that. Um, like I said, we we shouted out, uh, old, we shouted out Harrison. I uh, hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, like I said, 
it, it was an honor and a pleasure to be able to uh, to be able to connect with you. That was really really cool. Oh, when we're talking about knocking shit out the park, I have got to throw this in there. I am a huge mixed martial arts fan. Huge mixed martial arts fan. Matter of fact, random digression. Stop fucking with Michael Chandler, y'all. If y'all are MMA fans, I posted some shit on it this morning. Leave Michael Chandler the fuck alone. That dude is a beast. Like, his run in Bellator was fantastic. All y'all can't agree with why he's getting a title shot right now. Like, seriously, the landscape of some of that dude's fights are amazing. He is is MMA. So, yeah, anyways. Ran over. But uh, I'm a huge MMA fan. Uh, started watching fights probably about 95, about 94, 95, maybe 96. Um, watched it heavily on deployment. UFC guy, pride guy, all that kind of stuff. And it has always been a dream of mine to, to be a part of that world. I've met a lot of fighters. I've got the, the honor and privilege to sit down and talk to a lot of fighters and one of the biggest things I always wanted to do was sponsor a fighter to have a, a company or something to, to be able to see my logo on someone's fight shorts to know that something that I did helped their camp, whether it was food or transportation for them to go to, to get the train or maybe paying for sparring, just anything. Because being a part of that world is awesome. Like I completely MMA is one of the things that I am probably more passionate about than maybe more passionate than my art, but they might be about on the same level. But I would like to proudly announce that adding to the Wikipedia page, I am I am now, Proper Rumpus Media is now a, spite, a fight sponsor. Excuse me. We are sponsoring a fighter by the name of Brooke Mayo. Um, she is a female fighter. She's a legit badass. For those of you that actually do the whole MMA thing, if you need names to associate her with, she trains um, out of uh, out of the Diaz Brothers gym out in Cali. Uh, very talented grappler, extremely talented uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner, um, hell of a fighter, stewardess. Like, there's a lot of shit that she does, but... Ultimately, she is the, hopefully not the last, but she is the very first fighter that I have gotten a chance to talk to and to sponsor. There's other fighters that I've come close to trying to sponsor. Uh, Chris Camozzi being one of them. Shout out to Chris Camozzi. You're doing your thing with PFL. Still a huge fan. One of the nicest guys I ever met. Uh, had a couple chances to try to sponsor him, but just kept missing the mark. But uh, if you ever listen to this, Chris, I'd still love to completely sponsor you. <laughs> but um, Proper Rumpus Media got to sponsor their first fighter. And if you know how huge of a dream that that was for me, then that's another tech mark. So uh, we're doing good things over here, man. We're trying to give back and, and do nice things and be good to people because it's the best way I, I believe. It's the best way to operate. Um, another new show still got the old show going good got to sponsor some fighters reaching out meeting new people doing good things and you know ultimately it's it's what we're about man <laughs> so i guess that's it uh unofficial first episode of jabology 101 it is wednesday morning so to let y'all know how crazy doing this was I, I've been sitting there walking around trying to find her. Like, well, maybe I could put an old episode. No, I don't need to put an old episode. Well, maybe I can do another jab on the tee by myself. But you know what? A jab on the tee by myself is pretty much Jabology 101 anyways. So here we are, unexpected, not knowing it was going to happen. We are all witnessing the the, the first push of uh, Jabology 101. And like I said, um, it's just in place of jab on the tee. You guys shout out to Teeb. I'll give him shit about this one, of course. But uh, shout out to Teeb. But this show is going to be carried on Anchor from here on out. Um, I'm still trying to find a day to have it available during the week. Jab on the team is still going to be on three-way Wednesday, baby. But I decided to put uh, this in its place for today. But we will be doing two shows a week, Jab on the team and Jabology. They will still be offered on all your podcast platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, completely go to www.properrumpusmedia.com show us some fucking love um, at any point in time but like I said we've made it through the, the quote unquote syllabus edition of Jabalji 101 thank you guys so much man thank you so much It's it's I, I know I keep telling y'all thank you but and, and the shows weren't started for any sort of fucking publicity 
the the art wasn't started for any sort of fucking publicity. I don't give a fuck about being famous. I don't give a fuck about being rich. I really don't. I just think there's something so cool about the podcast format. I think there's something so cool about artists. And the fact that either I, I think I might be decent enough to live in those worlds or the fact that I can is so fucking cool to me. So why not share it? So, you know, thank you guys for showing up. Thank you for the Twitter love. Thank you for the Instagram love. Uh, everything that you guys do. Thank you for supporting my art completely all together. Um, and at this time I'll do a roll call, man. If you guys have any artists that you fucking dig, uh, if you guys, you know, whether it's another podcast or another physical artist or, you know, guys that paint fucking beatbox sculpture, fucking what the fuck ever, uh, feed them to me, man. Feed them to me. I always like to see, um, People out there chasing their passion, doing what it is they love to do. And it's always fucking inspiring to see somebody just come out and continuously bear their soul. And I know that y'all dig it because fuck, you listen to music, you watch TV, like you're you're always in some way, shape or form in, inspired or entertained by somebody's artistic musings. And thank you for sitting around and being inspired by mine. And I promise you, I will always sit around and be inspired by yours. Uh, you guys be good, man. Love each other. Love yourselves. Find your why. All that good positive shit. But thank you again for sitting in for the first episode of Jabalji 101. <laughs> Y'all take it easy.